guys. Welcome to the podcast episode. We're going to retag that. <laughs> All right. Excellent. We love that intro. Yes. Yeah, so welcome to the uh, Digital Ops podcast and video. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. And once again, I'm joined by Katie Lilly from Lilyfield Accounting Solutions. Hello. All right. Welcome. <laughs> Very good. So this is episode two in the book Traction by Gino Wickman. And we are going through this basically chapter by chapter because we have found it extremely valuable in helping to grow our business in 2019 and really identifying what factors are stopping us and maybe you too as a business uh, in, in getting real traction and seeing your business grow in 2019. So last week, Katie, um, we, we finished up the, the first sort of chapter uh, with the exercise of doing the organizational checkup, right? So it's 20 questions um, that really kind of take you into a deep dive of your organization and really gets you thinking about where you are and, and creating a baseline. What, what was what's it like for you and your team when you went through the checkup? So we basically, I gave it to uh, three, there were three of us that did it. Um, the, the book calls that your leadership team. Mm -hmm. So I gave it to them and then I asked them to do it on their own and score it on their own. And then when we came together for our first leadership team meeting, we all pulled it out and I asked for everybody's totals and everybody was kind of hesitant to, you know, they're kind of <laughs> all shy, like, I think it was this. Um, but the interesting part of it was that everybody's um, totals, we were all within less than 10 points of one another, which was awesome. Yeah. So we were basically all on the same page. Now, I would love to tell you we were, you know, 85, <laughs> but we right. weren't. Yeah. But it was interesting that we were all the same. So yeah. my first reaction was, oh, we're all on the same page. But then we started talking about it. And like certain ones that I gave like a four, they gave like a one mm. and, and vice versa things that I was like, Oh, this is a two. They had given a four to. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the perception of some of the line items was very different between the team members. And that really opened up to some discussion uh, of things that I thought were going really well, that they were kind of like, not so much. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> and all vice right, versa. All right, so, right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I think as, as, so basically we handed out the, the checkup and, um, you know, we actually haven't had an opportunity to get together to talk about the results yet. Um, so we're doing that um, this week. And but what I what I do think is interesting and there's 20 different questions and I wanted to just point out, I think, three of them that that really just hit me smack. Boom. Right between the eyeballs. I mean, question number one is, we have a clear vision in writing that has been properly communicated and is shared by everyone in the company. And, you know, I think that I can't tell you how many times, Katie, we've sat down with, you know, uh, a customer or a client. And, and that is no wonder it's number one, because whether you've been in business for three years or 33 years, you get so busy with the day-to-day -day plate spinning in the air right. that everyone's just focused on getting the job done. Right. You know, serve the clients, right. make the product, get, the, get it delivered, <laughs> get, get it, it done. out the door. Right. Um, you know, and I think that's so true. So 
Yeah, I, I think having something in writing that's clearly communicated is so key. We see that, um, you know, as digital marketing and as as public relations professionals, that's so important. And then when we look at it for ourselves, we're like, wow, we, yeah, we need to get honest about that. You right. Know? Um, the other thing that I think was really good, um, again, these are 20 questions. Um, my three top favorites were, uh, the second one was our three uniques, um, which is basically what are your differentiators? What, what what are your three, you know, value propositions that, um, you know, when, when someone is considering you versus the competition or the field, if you will, like what makes you unique? You know, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. That and, one's, that was a fun one. And I, and I think, again, it goes back to we don't spend enough time really thinking about what that is. Um, you know, um, in, in, again, in my industry, in the marketing and public relations industry, um, you know, we kind of all do the same thing, but, but what really is the difference between, you know, my company versus another company. And for you, you know, in accounting solutions, there's lots of different accounting solutions, providers and CPAs and, and bookkeepers and all that. Right. So right, like, right. when you really start to pull it down and you, you know, can you put your finger on the three things that make you unique? And are they on the tip of your tongue when someone says, hi, Katie, nice to meet you. What do you do? I think the other reason that I really love that one is because it is a, it can be a real source of pride mm -hmm. and yeah. really drive the culture of your company. Mm. If you know what those are and you're like, this is how we're different, you know, right. and, and it becomes, it becomes part of that. Number one, it becomes the culture, it becomes, you know, this source of, of pride uh, and team cohesiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Culture for sure. Um, I agree hundred uh, percent. Again, we could spend, you know, a, a whole podcast just going over this checkup. Uh, because it's it's fantastic. It really kind of you know lifts the lid and and uncovers like the reality of what's going on in your organization. But again, one of my other my, one of my third favorite um, on the list would be we have systems for receiving regular feedback from our customers and employees, so we know their level of satisfaction. And again, I go back to, you know, um, as as marketing professionals and as as publicists and, and, and PR pros, like, I feel like that's a really underutilized tool in helping your business grow because we have this idea of who we are and how well we are. And sometimes egos are involved. But really what determines how good you are, it's the market, you know. Right. And, and so if you don't have things in place. Um, to, to get creative uh, and get feedback, um, it's huge. I mean, that's a huge difference in what we've been doing over the last just six months for our clients is, yeah, we want to get that creative out there. But the purpose in many of those campaigns, the actual purpose is to get feedback. That's all we're trying to do. Right. We don't, we're, not, we're not trying to sell. We're not trying to you know, get them to click on a button to, to buy something. Literally, the purpose is to get feedback. Right. And I think that um, one of those, like you had mentioned at the very, when you just started talking about that, it was like the underutilized one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's underutilized because of fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, I don't know if I want to know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if I want to know. What if they tell me something I don't want to hear? What if I thought I did a fabulous job, but I didn't, you know? Yeah. And so it's just easier sometimes maybe not to ask. Sure. You know? Well, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of like internally, it's kind of like stepping on the scale 
Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? That is a great analogy. Right? And you're Love like, that. I yeah. don't want to know what the number is. I just is. don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, great. Guys, I hope that you will definitely, um, I want to encourage you and encourage your organization at the end of chapter one to go through the, the checkup. And we uh, will have a link. We have, a, I know on our website and our Facebook page, we've oh, yeah. got a link to the organizational chart in case you haven't bought the book yet. You can still go online oh, and nice. do it. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention before we move on is um, we're doing these organizational checkups kind of on a periodic basis, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which will also help us kind of measure how we're doing as we implement. EOS. What do you think, like 90 days or like every month or what? I might do. Yeah, probably 90 days. Yeah. I'd like to be able to say 30 days, but the reality of that. Yeah, I, I think to implement, you know, some of the things that we're going to need to do, we're going to need at least like a couple of months. So I think we're thinking like 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's jump into chapter two, which is titled letting go of the vine. Katie, for me, letting go of the vine, no questions asked. It absolutely means not settling for the status quo. My whole life that has been my nemesis from day one. I mean, we've always done it that way, Michael. Oh my gosh. If I hear that again, I'm going to absolutely lose my mind. That's how we, we've done it that way for 30 years. Yeah. I mean, that absolutely sets you up for failure because, you know, in, in that, you know, the vine is like, it's, it's this complete, this area of complacency. It's, it's um, security and, and comfort and, you can't grow in those atmospheres, yeah. right? So you have to let go. So the books talks about, we're going to talk about today, the four ways to make sure that you are uh, in a position to actually let go. So it really boils down to four things. And those four things are to build and maintain a leadership team. Uh, knowing that you're going to hit the ceiling, it's inevitable. Uh, you can only want, you can only run one business operating system. And then number four, be open-minded, growth-oriented, and lastly, vulnerable. Can't wait to get to that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So let's talk about building and maintaining a leadership team. Um, you know, I, I, I think for me, um, building a leadership team really starts with responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think you're just sort of at the, at the, at the macro level, it's, it's, a, it's a shift in you know, when you say, well, you know, I I think we have a problem or we have some issues or, you know, I'd really like to try this new project. We have some concerns. You know, when you start off with that, um, it's good to to know what they are, Mm -hmm. but then everyone has a responsibility to look for solutions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When you are looking at the top guy or the top gal and you're coming up with, well, you know, our accounting system's broken and our accounts receivable is not working, you know, and this sucks. Right. Right. You know, helpful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So you've, you've absolutely have to, you know, shift that, um, you know, into a, Hey, yes, let's identify where are these barriers to moving forward. And then let's, let's think about some solutions, right? Maybe they're not going to work, but at least we're trying identifying yeah. a problem and we're thinking about solutions right? rather right. than just looking up and say, 
I hope someone will freaking fix this someday. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So much about accountability, which we'll get into in later chapters. Um, but it's so much about that. It's like you can identify the problems all day long, but who is the person that's ultimately going to take the leadership to change that, to improve that? Um, you, you have to have those team members there. And everyone in your organization needs to know who those people are. Mm. Um, you right, know, right. so... Uh, okay, so number two, hitting the ceiling is inevitable. And I think really what that boils down to is that you can only get so far unless your leadership team, and as the book kind of points out, really needs to have the the five core leadership abilities. Uh, and those are simplify, delegate, predict, systemize, and structure. You need to have this sort of ability that you take those five components and really understand as we're looking at, you know, the way we do things, um, you know, are there opportunities for us to simplify? Are there opportunities where the best use of my time is to do this? And then that way you can do this, which both of us are are, are using, you know, working in our strengths and, and doing our best. Mm -hmm. um, predicting, obviously there, we're talking about long-term and short-term you know, we're talking about a 90-day goals and vision, a one-year goal and vision, a three-year goal and vision, and a 10-year goal and vision. That's that short-term, long-term sort of predicting. Um, and then, of course, systemize. You guys are so rock solid. At that. I love how you create processes and procedures and create a system so that nothing falls through the cracks. And then lastly, of course, structure, where kind of everybody knows, you know, what the chain of command or what the process is within that sort of system. So that's, if you don't have those things, you're going to hit the ceiling and it's going to be really difficult to let go. Which one of those like gives you like heartburn? Uh, you know, it, the, the craziest thing is probably system. Really? Because mine's delegate. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. The I delegate one gives yeah. me heartburn. But the cool thing is that if you have the really tight, system, then you can trust the delegate. Mm. But the other piece that I got from the book that was super helpful to me in delegating, um, because as, as, as people know, I, I'm in year three of my business. So mm -hmm. I started off with it's just me. Right Now we're up to eight of us. So clearly I've had to delegate along the way. Mm -hmm. And what it talks about uh, that I love in the delegate is when you're ready to delegate a, a piece. Mm -hmm. Delegate that to someone who does it better than you. Mm, wow. And I loved that. Right. You know why? Because I'm not a marketing person. <laughs> you know? That's why I make a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a marketing person. I don't understand Canva. I can't come up with little, <laughs> you know, fun names for podcasts like you can. It's, that's just not my jam. And I would gladly hire someone that's going to be better at, you know, than me at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, just the, the ceiling in and of itself for me, just the whole thing, you know, it, it's a rub in and of itself because I think of myself as sort of that 30,000 foot, you know, big picture person. Um, and, and, I, and I have a tendency to get people really inspired about it, get motivated behind it, energize them. Um, but sometimes when I have to dive into the very granular, nitty gritty, nuts and bolts stuff, it's like sucks the energy right out of me. Right. So, yeah. so that's the, that's the, to me, that's the sort of system structure, 
components, my, right? So that's why I need like a Jesse Johnson. You know, another and, shout out for right? Jesse. So yeah, because she's so good with those little, you know, granular, like microscopic look at the details, make sure everything and, and Rick as well. I mean, best editor in the world. Right. Um, you know, magnifying glass catches it all. Um, so yeah, so I think that for me. Uh, number next, operating system. So, I mean, obviously that's what this whole book is about, is, <laughs> is, is creating an entrepreneurial operating system for your business. And I think for, for me, um, it really just boils down to, you know, everyone is literally rowing the boat in the same motion. Everyone rows the boat at the same motion. In marketing, um, you know, we talk about that you should have this elevator speech. And this elevator speech is that idea that if you were to travel from the ground floor to the first floor in 30 seconds and someone says, hey, Michael, what do you do? Right. I could respond back to them and say, oh, we provide digital marketing to help businesses grow their business. Boom. Right. So you got to be sharp and, 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 and on point and succinct with that because that's the way we do everything. Right. And And I think that that's what this book is trying to illustrate is. When everyone is on sync and everyone is clear on what is the vision and how are we going to get there and what are the goals and are we meeting regularly to make sure that we continue to make sure if we need to adapt, right? We still can adapt. It doesn't mean that you write it down and it never changes. Right, 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 right. But you have to be in this process. So having a system, an operating system, consistency right. is so key. And I think it can be any type of system. It's just it's got to be one. Right. You know, and we just happened to pick this one because it spoke to both of us. And it's a bestseller and, you know, hundreds right. of thousands of companies use it. So, <laughs> right, right. Right. Why, why recreate the wheel? Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. So the fourth one is probably the most difficult for people when it comes to letting go of the vine. And that last component is being open-minded, growth-oriented, and vulnerable. I think I think growth oriented is probably the easiest maybe, but I think for some companies they're scared of the growth because they understand with growth comes, you know, complications of right, you know, right, like right. systems are going to change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some reason why freelancers stay freelancers. Like, you know, I mean, that was one of my reasons why when I had my own company catalyst consulting group, you know, one of the reasons that I didn't really grow that up and why I came to RB Oppenheim associates was I did want to grow but I, I didn't want the, the, you know, to deal with all of the HR issues and all the tax issues. Like I just want to, you know, sort of be the visionary and let the other people that do the right nuts and bolts, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, for me, I think that it, it can be twofold, but I know for you, there's a real strong one that you feel about this area. Uh, so so the growth minded one is, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's just because one of my strengths, according to strength finders, my oh. second one is learning. So mm -hmm. growth minded grit is my jam. Right. You know, right. I'll read books all day long, but the one that gets me um, is the being vulnerable. And yeah. when I first read the book, he, he says it multiple times. You need to be willing to be vulnerable. Mm. You need to be able to drop the ego and take an objective look at your business. And um, it was super interesting because I'm reading it mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, whatever, Gino. Like, <laughs> all right. And, um, but I, we've, my leadership team has already met. And we've already started the process. Mm -hmm. And I saw the vulnerability 
firsthand. <laughs> we had it was a, a hot mess. Oh my God. We had a two hour meeting and right. I, you know, I did the whole, we need to be open and vulnerable in this process. La, 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 you know? And, um, and, and then by the end I was like, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so was it like, like, was it like crying and gnashing of teeth or like, no, it was just more of, wow, we've got some work to do here yeah. and none of us really know how, or I don't know. You just, it's, it's very opening mm. and you just have to trust. I don't know. I'm just such a, I want my solutions now, Yeah, you know, and I know going into this, it's a 12 to 18 month process. It's a eat the elephant one bite at a time, but we're new and keep eating and keep doing it. Right. right? right. And, mm-hmm. and, and focus on the small steps. And after that first meeting, when we're trying to develop our accountability chart and we're all hitting a wall and we're all have different ideas of how it should look. And it was just like, I felt very frustrated at the end because we didn't have an accountability chart by the end of the meeting, Mm. you know? And I was just like, Oh, how did, how did we not come out of this with, okay, check, check the box. We got this done. Let's move on to the next. And so that was like, that's what he meant by being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where you can read the book all day long, but until you actually get real, do it, right? you know, yeah. you can yeah. read about China all day long, but if you don't go to China, you're not experiencing it. So you can read this book all day long, but if you're not in there with your leadership team doing the work, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not really going to get anything out of it. So, but I'm so grateful we did it because yeah. we've got an accountability chart now, you know, we, we left that process you know, everybody kind of stewed on it, thought about it, you know, and it, and it emerged, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, but it was, it was interesting. I did not see that coming. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I remember, um, you know, in my, um, sort of professional career, I've, I've had great opportunities to, to work with great organizations. Um, and one of the things that I was taught, um, early in my career was, you know, when you're pointing the finger, at the person who you have a problem with, there are three pointing back at you, right? And I feel like the, the the whole thing about vulnerability is to really look at those three fingers that are pointing back at you mm-hmm. and and talk about it and, and be open about what those things are. And I think the other um, kind of word that, that we talk about is um, being self-aware, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, the, the difference about approaching this book and approaching and, and wanting to move forward is all of this, you know, accountability chart. And, and it's not about, you know, trying to like assign blame or or right. jockeying for position like this is this is about being being involved in, in, in being a part of something bigger than yourself. Right. Yes. And to talk on that, it's super interesting because. You're, so for me, going from sole proprietor to a firm, mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. got to get away from you're buying Katie Lilly services to you're buying Lilyfield Accounting Absolutely. Solution Services. Right. And I've created this, right. right? I created this. Sure. So for me to walk into a meeting, I got to drop that guard. Mm. You know, yeah. this isn't my way or the highway anymore. This is for the good of the business, sure. not for what Katie Lilly wants. And so that I think is some of that vulnerability because it's my baby, you right. know? <laughs> right. Absolutely. 
Well, great. All right, guys. So that is really, again, just to sort of recap, um, when, when we talk about letting go of the vine and, and, and really not settling for the status quo, in order to do that, there's four things. And again, just to recap those four things is to make sure that you build and maintain your leadership team, understand that hitting the ceiling is inevitable, and that you can really only run one operating system for your business. And then lastly, guys, be open-minded, growth-oriented, and vulnerable. And those are the keys as we've discussed in chapter two. Next week, guys, we're going to talk about uh, chapter three, which is the vision component, which is one of six of the operating system. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Katie, thank you again for yes, joining us this always. week. Love it. Um, it's always a pleasure. Guys, another quick announcement. Very excited. We actually just found out that we are now ranked in the top 10 on Spotify under the podcast section for digital marketing. Yay! So incredible. So awesome. You know, completely humbled that people are finding value from our podcast series. And to be in the top 10 for digital marketing on Spotify in the world, baby. I know. That's is amazing. so exciting. So thank you to all of uh, our listeners who tune into the podcast and watch our videos. Thank you so much. Uh, again, my name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, the division of RB Oppenheim Associates. And for the Traction Series, we'll catch you next Friday. Have a great weekend, guys, and take care. Can they see us right now? We're not, we're not guys. <laughs>